Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Rob Wolf. Hey, Rob, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me today, Bam. Now, Rob, I'm excited to talk tech a little bit with you. Rob is an experienced IT professional. He has a wealth of experience that we will explore today. But right now, he is the founder and chief executive officer of Wolf Strategic Partners. Wolf Strategic Partners helps guide acquisition entrepreneurs through the technology due diligence process, resulting in merger and acquisition deals that are ready to reform from day one. He is also the CEO and founder of Yave.io. That's L-L-A-V-E.io for the Americans here in the show. But Yave.io is interesting. And clearly, Rob, you're an entrepreneur yourself. It's an intermediary cryptographic key exchange platform that makes wrapped key management to third-party SaaS applications easy and secure. So we'll talk a little bit more about Yave and Wolf Strategic Partners throughout this interview. But before we get there, Rob, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Thank you. Yeah. So I've spent the last 20 years in technology consulting making impacts to enterprise companies through managing, designing, building, selling technology infrastructure and spearheading digital transformation. And uh, what's unique about my story is I've sat in multiple seats. I've been a technology customer and consumer having sat in the internal IT operations seat. Um, I've been a technology consultant and architect kind of specifying and creating bespoke technology solutions leading digital transformations. Uh, I've sold a ton and as a rainmaker, um, leading a sales team and engineering teams to over 300 million in revenue generation. And now as a coach and mentor, kind of taking all of those lessons that I've learned along the way and helping others gain mastery in their unique circumstances across technology, life, and, uh, and performance. So, Rob, you're staying extremely busy these days. You've got two enterprises, Wolf Strategic Partners, and that clearly is where maybe you're doing this coaching. Tell me a little bit more about how that works and what a guide for acquisition entrepreneurs looks like. Yeah, for me, it's, I mean, providing hands-on practical coaching and advisory services. People that are looking to take a more personal uh, coaching orientation that blends high performance, technology mastery, connection, and, and, and helps acquisition entrepreneurs really figure out, are these the deals for you? And if so, what are the things that are holding you back from being able to uh, complete the acquisition? Is it too much information? Is it uh, an area that you don't have expertise in? So really being able to take my connections, craft a story, find out where things are getting stuck and unstick them in, in, in life and in business. And that's really what I'm working on with Wolf Strategic Partners. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really a valuable resource. You know, being someone who plays in the tech space myself, 
that's really a challenge for some tech entrepreneurs. They have an interesting product, but for some reason, they perhaps don't know how to package it up right when they're going after those strategic rounds. But you've actually been an entrepreneur here yourself as well. I love the name, by the way, yave.io. I mean, what a domain. I mean, what an amazing domain for you. Uh, but tell me more about this and what's happening with that business. So companies that handle sensitive customer information are under the microscope like they've never been before. Mm -hmm. um, data security events on the rise. Nation states are taking cybersecurity frameworks and, and ensuring that organizations in these specific geographies are using things like bring your own encryption key management, um, especially when you're storing sensitive customer data, what they call transatlantically, meaning any sort of uh, SaaS provider um, in the in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do, and if you if you look at kind of the current state of the news, everybody's seen something about FTX. Oh. You know, you're using uh, you're using. I, mean, I live in Miami, Rob. It's a hot topic over here right now. Hot hot topic, <laughs> right? And you you've heard everybody that's in this space. Not your keys, not your crypto, and and we're not a crypto platform. We're a cryptography platform, so there's a little bit of a difference there. But the reality is, is that you can take something from the news and make it make it uh, really apparent as to what we do. If if you don't have your own encryption keys and you use platforms like FTX and you trust them to make transactions on your behalf, and they say that they're going to do things that uh, they're going to do, but you don't own those encryption keys, very mm -hmm. difficult to uh, achieve compliance. And it's not actually your data, it's their data. So what we do specifically as it relates, our first integration was with ServiceNow and we completed that about a year ago. Um, customers that ServiceNow, for those that don't know, is the largest IT automation platform in the world, um, mm -hmm. serving 80% of the Fortune 500. Uh, in a, mm -hmm. um, when you wanna store your data, sensitive data on ServiceNow, uh, it's prohibitively difficult for you to bring your own encryption keys onto that platform. You could trust that other folks are are handling the encryption keys, but to be able to bring your own is, is difficult. And we just, we made it really easy. That's great. You're absolutely right. I mean, the discussion right now around security, finding ways to protect sensitive information, even actually the whole cryptographic space in general has actually gone through a whirlwind moment of change. But I mean, let me jump back and talk maybe more broadly with you about entrepreneurism right now and where we find ourselves in the market. I mean, it's an interesting one. We find ourselves in this economic moment where we have high inflation. Some would say that we're in a change period. Tell me a little bit about how that impacts the broader kind of tech entrepreneurial marketplace. There's so much information out there. And now with social media, everybody has an opinion. And it's very difficult when you're an entrepreneur and you're getting hit from all angles, whether it's inbound or whether you're on a search for information yourself to really separate the weed from the chaff. Mm -hmm. So from a coaching perspective, I think it's imperative that you, you know, surround yourself with an ecosystem of really smart people. And that can be mm -hmm. your mastermind group or your top 10, or there's a, a bunch of different ways that people kind of conceptualize who is my personal board of directors and right. surround yourself with those types of people. My goal is to 
uh, fast track that experience and be able to have somebody that sits on your personal board of directors and can really give you that genuine feedback, whether it's tech feedback, life feedback, performance management, the things that are sometimes hard to hear. You know, my unique set of capabilities is being able to give people direct feedback and ask really good questions and help mm -hmm. people see the thing for what it is, which is a barrier and help you uh, go around it, go over it, whatever needs to happen in order to get to that success criteria that you're looking for. So Rob, I mean, you've had such an amazing career. You've really covered pretty much every area of the IT and tech landscape. You've made this shift to really kind of the entrepreneurial category. Tell me a little bit about that transformation. That's a big shift and just be curious how those two fit together. Yeah, you, uh, if you're lucky in life, you get to work for a great company that has great leadership and they'll figure out how to take your unique capabilities and then put yourself in the best position to win so that you win for the company and you make money for everybody and, mm -hmm. and you stay around a long time. And that's what happened for me. I got really lucky and, and worked for a great company and got to sit in a bunch of different seats and learn a bunch of different stuff. But there just becomes a time where, you know, you really want to see if you can do it and you've 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 maybe your identity is intrinsically linked with that organization especially mm -hmm. if you stayed with one as long as i did i was i was with one for 17 years wow and when the opportunity came to make a transition and it was right in the middle of uh, of covid and there was some there was the ability to take that self reflection period and go look i've spent the last better part of 20 years building somebody else's business. Why not my own? And right. I was very fortunate to have some great people in my kind of inner circle that were pointing out, hey, Rob, you, you've done well. Like Life is good, but couldn't it be better if you worked on, like, what do you want? Right. And I don't think I ever took the, the time to answer that question for myself. And when I did, and I started getting more into personal development and peeling back the layers of the onion, I found out that all the the technique and capabilities that I had learned on the job for executing for somebody else, I had to go relearn on how to go execute for myself. So the entrepreneurial process has been really eye-opening for me because it's a lot of the things that you think you can do, but you've never given yourself the permission to. And now mm -hmm. it's, it's all on you to go build the team, get the thing done. And it's been great. You know, Rob, you're preaching a story that is very familiar to me, one that I walked down myself. So it's an interesting thing when you exit kind of the corporate world, and then you enter the entrepreneurial world. And I think it's an incredibly valuable personal experience, but it's certainly different. <laughs> it's certainly different. I mean, if you think about this period that you've gone through, one of the some of the key moments that you went, oh, wow, this is a brave new world I've entered. You know, the the one thing I've learned is it's a lot, building a startup is very difficult because mm -hmm. you, you want to talk about wearing every hat. You wear every hat until you pluck somebody out or you outsource something and then they wear a hat and you write a check. And if you like wearing the different hats, it's a great learning experience. Um, there's a theory, uh, Walker Diebel, uh, buy then build of mm -hmm. going and buying a, another company that's already performing and then layering in your IP. So you yeah. don't have to go build the back end. There's something to be said for that. And as, as you talk about learning lessons and some of those types of things, I'm definitely glad I've gone through the process of building a ground up startup because I know exactly yeah. what it takes to do the heavy lifting. 
Um, but it's it's a challenge unlike any other, that's for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. Well, I don't see any shortage of need for the things that Yave is offering or Wolf Strategic Partners is offering. But tell me, when you're looking out into 2023, what's on the horizon? Cybersecurity is every year the most important thing for the last decade, right? We keep seeing these cybersecurity events happening over and over, and it's scale larger and larger. And as it's crept down from business to business to business to consumer and everywhere in between, there's there's some there's some really religious aspects of cryptography that really need to be addressed. Like you mm -hmm. talk about secure computing and building into the silicon the key exchange capabilities and some of these things that are coming to market at the same time that quantum computing is coming to market and looking to tear out some of the existing uh, cryptographic mainstays that have been in this space for a long time. It's this evolution of if you have data and you consider it to be your data, but it's on somebody else's platform, whose mm -hmm. data really is it? And until we get to a place where that debate is settled through using cryptographic technology to say, you may have this data, you may access it in these ways through these permissions, but I own it and I can retrieve it and it is encrypted on those platforms. I think we've got a long ways to go before that is a, a, a native universal construct. And that's really what we're pushing for is to find out how to, how to make that a reality across all platforms starting with database encryption. Yeah, I heard about an interesting story this week. Can't remember what the company was, but it was an art collective and a bunch of artists. And I think the parent group or the curator of the art was trying to basically layer in their AI, their machine learning capability. And the artists like, revolted essentially and said, don't put our art in your data set. <laughs> and so it's really... It's a great kind of way of visualizing the challenge that you just highlighted, which is, you know, to really have that conversation in a meaningful way, every party has to become more aware of their data. And I think that that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to probably see some bad examples for the next couple of years, and then hopefully people will start to wise up and we'll be able to come up with a better model. What do you think? I think it's been, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. It's been really hard because over the last decade, We've been forcing these large-scale data models, gather everything, put it in a data lake, and use with impunity, else your business is not going to be able to function in this kind of next generation of technology. And that sprawl has gotten, gotten out of control, and the controls around um, development engineering, data sciences, DevSecOps, a lot of these things are, are handled you know, in unit by some groups who don't have poor fundamental understandings of what cybersecurity really is. It's just a, a function of their design versus a, a core function of the construct of what they put together. So um, I think that this is a this is gonna be a very interesting space for the next 10 years to figure Perhaps, out. Rob, you are right in the middle of it and very well situated. We've been speaking with Rob Wolf. He is the Chief Executive Officer of Wolf Strategic Partners. He's also the CEO and founder of Yave.io. Rob, if somebody wanted to find out about your businesses, where's the best place to go? Wolfstrategic.com, Yave.io, or hunt me down on LinkedIn. 
Excellent. Well, Rob, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today, and we look forward to having you back. Thanks for having me. Cheers.